0: Hey Six everyone! Seconds. Hey, welcome, welcome to Patch Number Oh Seven. I was chatting a little bit there. Did yeah. I throw you off your intro game? No, good. We got Gus, Bernie, Michael. Hello, Michael. Everybody, welcome.
1: It's me. The yeah, first I time uh, sitting in, right? Yes. I like this cozy little tiny table deal. It's hot, like
2: it's the hot seat, right? Yeah. You sit here and we're like it's like hot box discussion. It's like the McLaughlin Group. It's like the Millionaire video games. The Millionaire. Get the lights going down. Or who wants to be millionaire? That too.
1: I want. What am I
2: going to win? about a bomb. Yeah, hey, you look good in your uh, shot there. You look uh, all well-lit and everything. I'm, I'm really excited because we have a new podcast yeah. producer. And we talked about him on, I think on the RT podcast. Yeah, Have we talked about him on the Pat Chat? I don't know. Patrick is so. our new podcast producer. So he, like, makes sure everything goes out. We had a lot of compliments about the uh, World War Z spoiler cast we did last week. Right. And audio quality and all of that. That's all because of Patrick. So yeah, we, we love really you, Patrick. It's uh, this, There's a lot
0: to... Uh... To take in when there it comes is. to the podcast production. There's,
2: there's many, many steps. And it's a moving target, too. In fact, I, the, like in doing preparation for topics uh, for the patch today, and there's a ton of stuff to talk about today, uh, I was working with Sarah, like sending her like, a bunch of assets, and she's mm-hmm. trying to get all that stuff lined up. So we'll see how D- well that works. Did
0: you hear about the Lego Xbox 360 disc changer? You have problems? Getting a lot of uh, updates about that. I've Heard about it a few times. I think that's gonna be my running joke. I'm gonna bring it up every fucking episode, just so that people will stop sending me the goddamn like. And of course, now they're gonna send a billion of them.
2: No, they always will. They always will. I won't even like counter with like things that people send me because I don't want to get sent anymore. Although there, there is the long running thing that people send me, and it's really great now because I just go block on Twitter. I found out when you block somebody on Twitter, yeah, it just gets rid of their
0: posts. Oh yeah, oh, yeah it
2: does. It's like erasing. It's like the only way to erase somebody's posts on Twitter is to uh, block them. So now it's just like, okay, it's I can handle too. that. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, So, what do you block?
2: (laughs) I didn't want to say. I I think I know what it is
0: too. Uh,
2: Anybody who's watched any of the podcasts knows what people (laughs) tweet to me on a regular basis. So, I guess how hot I am.
0: Right away, we should address the fact and let everyone know that this episode of the patch is pre-recorded. Uh, Unfortunately, with RTX uh, coming out or happening this weekend, we have to uh, pre-record this week's patch. Hopefully, we'll be back. We plan to be back live again next week. But uh, this week, we are pre-recording But on we're only Monday. like a
2: day or two off. It's yeah. not a big deal. I mean, what could possibly happen in video games Just, so in that,
0: one day? If people don't tweet at us and, and wonder why we're not talking about something. Or if there's big news, like today, Don Matrick uh, announced he's leaving. Today? Yeah, sorry. Earlier this week, Don yeah, Matrick like announced two days he's, ago, I think. he's leaving uh, Microsoft to, to go to Zynga.
1: Is it really? Well, I mean, maybe not like with what's going on, but... Well, for me. I mean, it's not that surprising for him, but it's just kind of just like, oh, all right, see ya. I think anyone su- going to Zynga is
2: surprising to me. Yeah, that's that, the yeah, surprising that's part to too. Me that he's going to Zynga. Well, I guess, you know, if, if a company's in trouble <laughs> and they've laid off people a bunch lately, that that's where an executive can make the most amount of impact, right? I guess. Yeah. I it guess. still takes
1: balls, though, to be like, oh, that ship's burning
2: down. I'm going to go over there. Yeah, but if you look at like, taking over and launching a new console at Microsoft, right? It's kind of like. If it goes great, everyone's like, well, of course it went well. You're fucking at Xbox, you know? Everyone's going to buy an Xbox. But then if it doesn't go well, which, by the way, not going so well, uh, then it makes you look like a big fucking turd as an executive. No offense, Don Patrick. We appreciate your your service. Um, Yeah, but this is not unusual either for Xbox (laughs) executives because
0: uh, Peter Moore. Peter Moore, and before him, uh, Seamus Blackley. Yeah? Like, on the original Xbox. Well, where did you miss Blackley leave? He was, uh... He went
2: off to be, like, a big Hollywood agent, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he went to go work at, uh... I want to say, like, UTA or something. Like, no, no, not UTA. CAA. Yeah, I think it was... C- yeah, like it one up. of the One of the talent I agencies.
2: Know. I got this. I don't have my razor laptop today. I've got my, uh, my Apple laptop. Not exactly... You can do some gaming on that. Uh, my Air, my MacBook <laughs> Air, you know. Apple has made a lot of progress in gaming, uh, thanks to, to Steam mainly. But, uh, yeah, the MacBook Air
0: is not their gaming platform. No, no, so. You
2: got Tetris on there? Uh, no, I um, get, the get the puzzle, the you, Apple you puzzle You probably game. play
0: some, pug, some uh, Peggle. Oh, man, I forgot about the Apple puzzle. That was I in your uh,
2: famous uh, Apple. Ad, Apple Switch we parody. Did. Yeah, yeah, the very first one we ever did. So what did Seamus Blackley leave to do? But Peter Moore, he left after, um, I look up Seamus Blackley CAA, uh, and it's him, it's Creative Artist Agency, one of the biggest agencies in Hollywood, and it's a news article to him leaving CAA in two thousand eleven. So he's since moved on from there. Mm. But um yeah, Peter Moore's the one I remember because Peter Moore was presiding over the last kind of big Xbox PR nightmare, which was the Red Ring of Death. And it was right after the they realized the full amount of the extended warranties was gonna cost the company a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And then so Peter Moore left and he went to go head up EA Sports. And I believe he's still there. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not unusual for there when there's a big Cavalcade in the Xbox world that there's a shakeup at the executive level. Right. In well, fact, there's... Shane Kim's in the middle there. Nobody really. He was like interim between uh, Peter Moore and uh, Don Matrick. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about Let that. Let me see what Shane Kim was. Let me make sure I'm saying that right. He might have been Microsoft Game Studios. How many Xboxes
1: did you go through? Like, original. 360s? Yeah. Or... Like the white
0: ones. Original 360s uh, with the red rings. I had one, and then I replaced it with an Elite. And then I replaced it Man, with a. Man, I the forgot S. about that Elite. That elite, and that was I, I. I think I've never personally had a red ring. Hmm. You've never personally had a red ring. No, I've had plenty here at the office. I have. But,
1: I uh, don't think I ever had any red rings. Yeah. I had like the the drive failures or whatever, where they couldn't read the disc. Mm-hmm. But I kept buying the warranties. I had four originals. Then I bought an elite. And then I got the slim. Yeah, I, so I think six.
0: I think my original 360 was on its way out. It was about to start red ringing, like right mm-hmm. when the elites came out. I was like, Oh, thank God, I got my elite just yeah, in time. That was my fourth one. I was like,
1: <laughs> uh, I don't need number five. And then about the elite.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I lucked out. I because I, re- I just because I see how many other people go through, mm-hmm. and uh, it, I, I did not. That's kind of what I wanted to do now with the newest one, the uh, the Xbox One
1: style. I think it's called the E, like the Xbox 360. The Can, have e. you
0: seen that in the store anywhere?
1: Uh, I didn't see it in the store. What do you mean? I, w- I went looking for it a few days right after it came out, but I heard it was coming out like a week
0: after. The new 360 SKU that looks like the Xbox One? Yeah.
2: Oh, no, no. I haven't seen that. No. The, oh, I yeah, went, they I, announced it. I they, went, and they said it was d- available at the time of the press conference. Yeah, that was bullshit. For
0: RTX, I, I had to buy some 360s, so I was mm-hmm. like, great, I'm going to buy the new ones. I went down to Best Buy, none of the new ones. When did you go? This Friday, like
1: four oh, wow, days just ago. Oh, just recently? And then, yeah, so wow. then I was like,
0: wait, well, they don't have any here. I'm going to go down to GameStop. None. I looked for him for, like, three or four
1: days because under
0: that same logic, I was, like,
1: the one's coming out. I've had my Slim since the Slim came out. It's not – it still works, but I'm, like, eh, I'll get one more to ride out the 360, and then I'll have the one. And I was, like, all fired up to get it for, like, three days. And then, like, as the days went by, I'm, like, uh, I don't know if I should spend the money. And then <laughs> it was, like, a week later I couldn't find it. I'm, like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not buying it.
2: Yeah, it's amazing those impulse buys. Like uh... – so, are, you've had every kind of console that's been out for the 360, yeah. would you say? Yeah, all three versions. Yeah, so have I. I've had the, the white one that launched, then I had the Elite, the black one. And if I remember, I used to hunt up trying to find a black chat pad.
0: <coughs> remember for years? I'm done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, tried to, yeah. I, I tried to find a black chat pad for years, and I couldn't. And then they finally introduced them after the black consoles were the main console. Mm-hmm. Then I got a white one. There's a there's a Slim that's white. It's a kind of a rare Slim. I haven't seen them. Yet. I've never it's, seen that. Yeah, I have. A, it's a white uh, Xbox 360 Slim. I have one in my bedroom, which is all white. And so I have a white controller. And I tried to find a white chat pad. Then I couldn't find a fucking white <laughs> chat pad. And I could. I had to go out and hunt one up. And in fact, the one I have is kind of yellow because it's been a little bit older. Uh, you know, it's been around for a while. That's really funny. That yeah. always bothered me with the special controllers,
1: like the like the green Halo controllers, right? That I didn't have a green battery. Like, just being an
2: asshole, I'm just like, it doesn't match. No, I know. That always bothered me. Well, I always felt like that about uh, the 360 Elites when they came out. They were all black. And then I had a memory card... ...that I used before mm-hmm. the USB sticks, the memory card. Yep. They never made those in black, they were white. Yep. So look at this tooth. It was just awful. And it's like I used to complain about it all the time. People would offer you to even paint them for me and stuff like that. But eventually they went to USB sticks and it didn't matter. Yep. That's probably why it took them so long to even say anything about it... ...because they were rolling out that whole USB thing. But I've always had kind of borderline fetish, if you will... ...for different 360 right. controllers... I think I've probably owned about 30 or 40 oh, 360 just like controllers. Styles? Yeah. I, uh, I I had like, um, you know, specific ones to GameStop. There's a red and black one. They had a red stick and a black stick. Hmm. Um, I even had a pair of the Tron ones when Tron came out, Tron Legacy. I didn't know they had controllers. Yeah, they were wired. They're the only good third-party controllers I've ever run into. The Disney ones that were made, I should say, and the Razer owns a one which you can dial the sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the fact that no third-party controllers, not even Razer, makes wireless ones because they won't license that technology. Yeah. And that sucks. Not that the 360 controller needs any improvement on it, but, you know, Razer's like a a high-end company
1: that does that. It is cool because on the Razers, too, they have those extra buttons. There's two extra programmable buttons. You use that stuff? I use it sometimes just because it's just convenient sometimes. Like, just... To double put a button somewhere. Like, yeah. You can't make new things with it because like the game doesn't allow you. But like you can put the A button also on a bumper. So if you use the A button a lot and your finger's near the top, somebody, it depends like, on the game.
2: Somebody back on, on Reddit talked about games even going back to the early consoles like and early PC games. It was pretty standard that you could just reconfigure every button however yeah. you wanted. And now you just, that, that feature set's just gone. Or, there's, yeah.
0: or all they can do is toggle and select between different, different types. Different yeah. yeah. like, types, yeah.
2: Like Halo. It's like, Halo's classic or the Paw setting, setting, yeah. Yeah, and all that stuff. And usually it's like, you can get it to like, not that I kind of like, it does kind of take away from the standardized uh, benefits of being on a console is that you can pick up a controller. Right, because Ryan, no Ryan uses Green Thumb or Southpaw or some shit. For his yeah. and so like when i went to pick up for horse i, I spent two rounds playing horse where i couldn't reload right he plays like, everything on pc yeah. so i can't imagine what his controller and then that's also plays. the worst like. when you're
0: the, when you're in a multiplayer game you're the asshole it's like wait 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 everyone pause hold on hold on yeah. like, i gotta infer oh my god i gotta, I gotta choose if boxer you,
1: you do not
0: care at all yeah. so I, apparently i found it the 360e is on amazon and on gamestop.com you can find them on their websites i could not find it in the yeah. store i was well, good because now i don't want one what, <laughs> what is
2: the most exciting thing about that console to you
0: I don't know. It was new, and I didn't. I don't have one.
2: Okay. And I was like, I want it. Get the collector mode going. Yeah.
1: on. Yeah. And, and like I said, I told there myself. Right I told myself like, oh, it'll be great because it'll you know it'll be my last new one. But then I was just like, fuck! I, I just bought it. a fucking Xbox One and a PS4. I really need to buy another PS or Xbox Three Sixty.
2: No, yeah. We're yeah, yeah. living in the past. Yeah. <laughs> An interim one. The uh, the thing I really like about it, if we can see the graphic again, the thing I really like about it is the eject button right there. Which uh, so I guess it's meant to be put upright. Based on the orientation of that eject button. But I love the fact that I would buy it just so I don't have to put up with the current 360 Slim's touch eject button that's yeah. on the corner. I yeah. fucking hit that fucking thing all the time. I guarantee you that that button has been hit more times by accident than it
1: has been hit on purpose. I hit that button all the time, and uh, especially... Putting a fucking memory card in, like if I have my, my Xbox 360s at the bottom of my entertainment center, like in my living room, at work it's easy because it's desk level and it's right uh-huh. in front of me and you just push the USB in straight. But if I'm like leaning over and I'm trying to throw the USB in, I will fucking like all the time hit the power button when right. I'm putting the
2: USB into the little slot. I do it all the time like I an asshole. guarantee that that eject button noise, that ding that it makes when you hear that noise, it's always followed by, ah, fuck. I think every
0: time when we did uh, our podcast Let's Plays, so that happened. It happened to Joel in Left 4 Dead 2. And it happened, happened to you in Mass Effect 3. I just, I don't know what it is. I'm drawn to that
2: stupid eject button.
0: So I would get a,
2: potentially get that for uh, the 360 new one. E, is that what e. it's called? Yeah. E- for, e- the, sure. for the hard eject button. But um, uh, while we're talking about this stuff too, they just announced, I don't know why this is such a big announcement, the Chrome series of controllers that Microsoft has. They have a gold gold chrome uh, Xbox controller coming out. Yeah, I saw that. I think that was a big selling point for the uh, Star Wars edition yeah. Xbox. The yeah, C3PO the C3PO, C3PO controller. One. Yeah. Dude, that thing was expensive.
1: <laughs> I, I I didn't know about it. Jeff was telling me about it because he said he had one. He, he does? Said it's, yeah. He said it's pretty much the exact same thing except my C3PO. He also said Millie lost
2: it. And I was like, how oh, you lose a controller? He's like, oh. shit <laughs> happens, dude. As a yeah. kid, yeah, yeah.
0: How do you how do you use a, a shoe? Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I want to say, and I'm totally working from memory here. I want to say that new on the shelf, that Star Wars uh, Xbox edition was 450 Holy bucks. Holy shit!
0: Yeah, I think you could only buy it in a connect bundle. Like you yep. couldn't buy it on itself, on its own, and I and, and there was a price premium on it. Hmm.
2: And it was like the con- it was kind of backwards in my opinion. The console looked like R2D2, and the controller looked like C3PO. Yeah. But well, you think that would be the other way around? And the, because the console's sen- bigger, right. and, yeah. and the
0: connect sensor was white, if I recall properly. Was it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. So now there's a gold controller out there that you can just buy separately. I think you can retails- paint on your own C-3PO. Oh,
0: honestly, I, who, do, do different color controllers excite I, you or make you happy? I, mean,
2: I love them. I love them. We were just talking about that. Yeah, where you, you said that I got the you Tron ones it. with the, They were corded, but they had like the lights running down through them, and you, they sold the blue one in retail. And they only sold 500 of the red ones, and
0: I had to mail away for it. <laughs> like a 12 year old kid. Like, did you collect cereal top yeah, boxes? Yeah, I did. I of purchases. It's like I don't care. Like when I'm playing the game, I don't look at my controller. Like I've got it in my hand, and it's like I just focus on the game. Like yeah. this, I don't, I don't care what color that is. It could be pink for all I care. I like, I like
1: cool designs. I'm not really that big on like a color if it's red or blue or whatever. If it's like a actual like artwork and stuff, like some of the uh, I think they were Todd McFarlane, the Halo 3 ones. Oh yeah, um, I forgot about some those. Some of those are they're pretty cool. Uh, but it's also an excuse for me to get new controllers because I love playing on a new controller because they like the little buttons on the yeah. analog sticks are all like super like the raised and they're not. Oh, dude, I, like, I kill those nubs in like a few weeks. Do you really? Oh, yeah. I grind I've them never out. done that. I do, um, I do it in like a week. On really. my on my yeah. first controller. No, I always, hear, I always
0: hear that people do that. My first controller I got with my Elite, I did that. I wore all the rubber off like down to the material under uh-huh. it. I don't I'm, know if it also makes a difference, do I sweat like crazy when I play.
1: Just my hands.
0: When I play video games,
1: even if it's not, like, intense or anything. you clench it like this? I don't is really clench doing? it too much, but yeah. I just, my hands I, get
2: super
0: sweaty. I feel guilty handing anyone a controller after I've been yeah. playing it because it's just, like, damp. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Like, I wipe, have to wipe I'm my hands down and wipe the controller like here. Even I'm if it's not
2: damp, the warmth from the human body is, like, it's, you don't want to experience I mean, anyone else's it's, warmth. It's
1: okay when you sit in a chair that someone's been sitting in because your pants are on and it's, like, someone's butt warmed the seat. But I see what you're saying if you touch it with your hands it's like the pants aren't protecting me It's I'm too like much. touching the, a human it's yeah. a transference yeah. of
0: bacteria I don't know how it's they like did this but with this controller here they wore off the nubs on the left analog stick but the ones on the right analog stick are still okay they like they feel like new
2: Yeah that's weird it's just they clench man Somebody didn't aim very well
1: It all depends just on what it's walked around a lot <laughs> yeah. You
2: can also you can also see this is a it looks like CSI for controllers here you can also see there's some like <laughs> residue in here like they were jamming on this thing a lot harder than they were anything else. The
1: thing with, uh, you talk about residue, man, the N64 controllers, like, whatever they were made of, it would look like, like, a mound of cocaine in the controller. Like, from just playing with the stick. Because, like, the 360 and the PS3 and all the new ones, they're, like, super rubbery and, like, soft. The Nintendo 64 stick is just, like, a solid piece of plastic. Someone took, like, a stone and whittled it into a stick. (laughs) And that thing just, like, chisels
2: plastic as you use it. They used to uh, to ship a Mario Party...
0: It was the first Mario Party.
1: ...with
2: a glove.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you wouldn't dig a hole in your hand. Oh, because I did that. That was right for me. When they first shipped that game, there was no glove. Yeah. And then subsequent shipments had the glove. It's like the Wii. When the Wii first came out, Mm -hmm. it didn't have that fucking stupid sleeve for the for the nunchuck but then it didn't and then everyone releases. broke their TVs I know people that broke their TVs yeah, people in my neighborhood broke their TVs. They probably deserved it. The thing with uh,
1: That's with, so stupid. with Mario Party was, especially the first one, there was a shitload of g- mini games in the game that required you to spin the stick yeah. clockwise or counterclockwise, mm-hmm. and you just can't do it that fast with your thumb, especially because the stick's so tiny, and your thumb would just fall off. So you just like put your hand on top of it right just in the center, it. and you just spin your whole palm clockwise, See, and it just tears up the, your... St- the funny like,
0: thing to me is I never considered using my thumb for those minigames. Oh, like, yeah, even the really, first time I played I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, I instantly yeah. go for the palm... There's something like that now where I was doing... Was it in a... Someone had a
2: rotating... It was in Last of Us. And it, it took me back. That when, you, when you go to crank up the gates, oh. you had to rotate to do it. And I thought, wow, I haven't done this in a long time. Like, rotated the stick to do that kind of stuff. I
0: found that kind of annoying. You did?
2: Yeah. yeah. You, well, only like, you only do it... like.
0: You only do it, like, three times? Maybe like, two or three times yeah. in the whole
2: game. There's a little mechanic in Last of Us, which doesn't come up very often, which is when you're holding the six-axis controller and you have your flashlight out, and your flashlight will die, and you have to like hit the controller yeah. against your hand, like a flashlight with batteries.
0: It took yeah. me a couple of times for that to happen for me to realize what was going on. I like, didn't know. The first time it showed me shaking the the, the shake controller icon, I was like, "Okay, what am I doing?" I thought I, the first time it happened, I thought my
1: battery was dying on my controller, and I thought the battery was dying in the flashlight, and I was just like, "Oh, they're telling me to change my battery." So for the first two times that happened, I literally got up and plugged my controller in.
2: That's too funny, yeah. dude. And then
1: like the third time I'm playing, and I and then I saw the little controller shaking. I'm like. And then it went away, and my flashlight came on. I was like, "Oh, I'm a fucking idiot! <laughs> I thought my battery was dying." Like I told people about it. Like, "Oh, dude, in the game, when, you're, when your flashlight's dying, the fucking your bat, your uh, when your controller's dying, the flashlight goes out." And they're like, "Oh my god! Like that's crazy!" <laughs> I was not say, true. Actually, you you
2: had a clean getaway. You yeah. didn't even have to tell us that yeah. story.
0: But apparently, yes, you'd already told people that before. And they're like,
2: "Don't, don't tell
0: him. That's let really him, funny. Let him keep talking about it." Man, I played a ton of Last of Us multiplayer over the weekend.
1: You tell me about it. I've yeah, played did played, you really? Have you
0: played any yet? I haven't played have multiplayer. Yet. No. It's, uh, it's good. I understand it a lot more now. It's, uh, it's really addictive.
2: They did an update for Last of Us. You know what the update they did was? What? They erased the 800 numbers that were on the bulletin boards, oh. which went to a real-life phone sex line if you dialed it.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently,
2: in movies, they use the 555. You know, right. like, what's your number? 555-1212. Right. Uh, apparently, that doesn't apply to 800 numbers. Right.
0: And so they just put a number did in there. Did they not try it? Yeah, see, you know they what? They probably the thought it just... was just a fake number. Like, like, yeah, but like, I mean, how
1: much work is it? Let me. Call you wouldn't try number. like a
0: 555 number. You'd be like, oh, that's the designation for fake phone number. That's what I, I'm sure that's what they thought. Yeah, but 1-800 is real. Yeah.
2: No, but Gus, trust me. If we ever put anything in a video, we always test it and make sure it works or doesn't work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We always do that. Like we had a uh, when we would make videos for Halo back in the day for like Bungie or Microsoft, if we like mentioned a joke URL, we would register that URL. Yeah. Just because we didn't want to have a URL in our video right. and, and then, then somebody else, else could has yeah.
1: But whatever they want.
2: Yeah, and so we'd always be real careful to do that stuff. Did you hear the flap too about uh, Wii U and their uh, Nintendo and their URL? No. Uh, court case. So uh, Nintendo just lost a case to get WiiU.com from a guy who had a cyber squatter who had gotten the uh, domain name and was holding on to it. And uh, I can't believe they call this guy a cyber squatter. The domain was registered January thirteenth, two 2004. So before the Wii. <laughs> before so the Wii. So like league. two years
1: after the GameCube.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just like he was... Whoever did this was way ahead of the curve. Um, yeah, but uh, they didn't get it. Uh, Nintendo did not get it. They were denied the claim. And in fact, Xbox right now has a similar claim from a guy who reg- registered Xbox One.com and he's had that registered since December of 2011. Which go figure, oh. I mean, oh. maybe he had an Xbox One like retro site. And now who knew they were gonna make name the Xbox yeah. Xbox One, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um yeah, but I went to Wii U. Com. It yeah, is now Park page. At that. Yeah. And it, it goes to searches for you know Wii games and Wii online college university. Oh. It's funny, so in related college searches university. on here. In uh <laughs> in related searches here, they, they don't the, have Wii U, the they have Wii Two. Which I've never. It's Weird. Is are people still searching for the Wii Two? Some people are referring to the Wii U as.
1: Honestly, I wonder how many people, like, with uh, PS4 and uh, Xbox One coming out,
2: are just like, I wonder if there's a Wii Two. you know, he registered a, uh, a domain name
0: back in the day and sold it for a bunch of money. Yeah, long time ago. He when it, you yeah, that. when Final Fantasy VIII came out, I registered FFXIII. F. Com. F- oh, no, X. FFXI.com, dot com.
2: Final Fantasy Eleven. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Eleven. When Final Fantasy Nine came out. Eight. Eight. You were way ahead of the Final colors. Fantasy Eleven. Well, like, was okay. their MMO too? Yeah, it was
0: it, Like I looked, they had Square registered nine, they had registered ten. I think they'd even registered twelve, but eleven was just like not taken. I was like, oh, all right, I'll grab that one. So did you, then you had you it for just how just many years? I dropped the ball on that one. Like a year and a half or two so years. Selling that, it right? Yeah, sold it for a couple thousand.
2: Yeah, we knew Jeez. somebody who sold a domain name for like bought it for three thousand and sold it for like
0: low hundred thousand back in the day. He was just smart, you know, he just I saw can it. You, that's do a lot of you money can't to pay do that anymore. I don't think so. It's like every domain is taken. No matter what you can think of, it's taken. Well I remember it was in the it Besides
1: was, Xbox One.
0: Yeah. <laughs> even we, that's taken. There was yeah. a point when
2: every three and four letter domain name combination was taken at one point. Yeah. We had a chance to buy RVB.com. Remember once mm-hmm. back in the day? There was yeah. even a chance to buy RT.com, which then became Russian Today. Yeah. You know, or Russia Today or whatever that is. So we looked at both of those, but the, the RT one was ridiculously expensive. And rvb.com, I think, was $25,000, and we just yeah. couldn't justify. You know what?
0: Paying. I think we made the right decision.
2: But $25,000, come on, get out of here for that. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, Let so me Imagine th- if we had bought the rt.com domain, Russia Today would not exist or have a different name. I guess so. Like, I, I picture that little green thumbnail with the RT black letters in it whenever I think of that website. It was weird because when I first got
2: on Twitter as well, RT always threw me off when I saw it. I was like, what? You know, yeah, same yeah. thing. It confused the hell out of me. Yeah, and then we had a thing where we automated our journals on the site. When you post it, it would automatically go to Twitter if you tied your account in. Mm-hmm. And I remember we had a hashtag that was like tied into some Brazilian thing, some Portuguese thing. Oh, right. It was similar. And so all of our stuff was mixed up with all this Portuguese stuff. I forgot we, about that. We yeah, finally had to change crazy. it. Yeah. It was driving everybody crazy, but uh, in addition to the gold controller, uh, there's been some announcements by both uh, Xbox and by PlayStation. They're both about to go into one of their big games sales. Uh, in fact, by the time this airs, they will have already started for PlayStation, and then Xbox is gonna start next week. You want to hear some titles on the Xbox ultimate game sale? Sure, okay, I guess. there's a lot. Um, so it's they did this a couple of uh, months ago, and it was interesting when the Xbox one came up with their whole always online Um, and people would draw these comparisons between what the Xbox One is proposing and what everyone has right now in the PC environment with Steam, the first argument everyone made was, yeah, well, Xbox doesn't have sales like Steam does. But they just
0: finished a massive sale. Also, you can't have the sales until you have the infrastructure for it. Steam didn't have sales before Steam existed. That's true. Uh, well, don't, don't forget
2: how much people hated Steam when it first oh, came yeah, out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Remember all the animated GIFs of, like, the gears going up the guy's butt, you know? It was just, like, everyone hated Steam because it, it it was forced. You had to install it to, put, uh, to play Half-Life 2. Like, Half-Life 2 was almost like a Steam delivery mechanism. <laughs> and it's like it forced everyone to install it and everyone was so fucking pissed about it. Yeah. Am I remembering that yeah, right? Yeah. 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 I was
0: anyway. That's funny. Yeah. No, everybody's like, what's this shit? I was like, yeah, what do I have to install? It's like people get upset now like, I have to install Origin to s- install these EA games? Yeah.
2: It's like, but you, but we all love Steam for already having done it a few years ago. But, uh, okay, so here's what's on the list for uh, Microsoft for uh, the Ultimate Game Sale which is coming up next week. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3, Bioshock Infinite is already going on sale. Borderlands 2, Brothers in Arms, Bulletstorm. Uh, Red Alert 3, Crisis, Crisis 3. I'm gonna skip a couple titles here. Uh, Far Cry 3, that's a great one. Good, good game. Uh, Forza, Gears, Judgment, great game. Um, pretty fun. Hitman yeah. Absolution, Connect Sports 2. Sign me up. Left for, <laughs> Left 4 Dead 2 is up again. I would recommend it just because I was basically selling that for. Play Left 4 Dead. I, they don't have prices uh, on here. They who hasn't have...
1: played Left 4 Dead or Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2 by
2: now? You know what? Left 4 Dead is, a, to me, a great digital thing to have because you just keep it on the hard drive, and that's my go-to game. I always go back and play Left 4 Dead 2. I don't know why. I always do. Uh, then some LEGO titles, including Lord of the Rings, which is great. That uh, game is huge. It's fucking huge. The original Mass Effect, but not 2 and 3. Uh, or it might be the trilogy, and they just don't or have it re- here. Rehooked. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, did you play the original it? Mass Effect? Yeah, of course I did. I we mean, like of it. course you did?
0: You know, I talked about it forever. Okay, well, God I can't
2: remember It's like a
0: fucking year in my life. We've been working together
2: on <laughs> this thing for, how long have we been doing the podcast now? Four years? Two decades. Fuck that noise, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to remember everything you said. I don't remember what I've said. Uh, Perfect Dark Zero is going on sale. Wow. So if you missed out on Perfect Dark Zero, oh now's your chance. Uh, and then some uh, XCOM is coming out.
0: XCOM recently just released <laughs> for... Uh, iOS? I- iPad. Yeah. And I hear it's great. I hear it's the exact same game, just adapted to touch control. Which is good. It's not a Twitch game. You know, all you need... In fact, I bet it's better with touch control than it is with the controller. You think so? I, it probably is. I haven't played it yet. I, I played I want, that I, guy. Do that. I want to play that game again. I might get it for uh, our trip to Australia. Oh, really? I just played it on the plane. I played it on Steam. That's how I hmm. played it. I didn't I didn't play it on console. The graphics... It looks really good on the PC. It looks like good. It looks. It, like, it looks good on the console, but, yeah, it looks so much better on the PC.
2: And before we get off Xbox here, um, I had to point out that Doodle Jump... Is now out for the Kinect.
0: How do you play Doodle Jump on the Kinect? <laughs> I don't know. I think they have How a video like? for
2: us of like the trailer of it's, Doodle Jump Kinect.
0: It's like so the, little it. guy, I'm the little too. alien that jumps and you have to like twist your iOS device. It was a super, like,
2: super popular iOS
0: game back like, in the day. Here it is. Then
2: there's a dude playing it in the bottom left.
0: I think it's just the left right. You just like tilt your body.
2: To- so you are the doodle. <laughs> you no, are the, the doodle. Jump. You're both. It looks remarkably different.
0: Yeah, I'd rather play it mobile.
2: So, Michael, the way this game worked was you had a guy, if he you jumped, you're not controlling when he jumps. Every time right. he hits the ground, he jumps. All right. So, And he always goes up. And so you just try to get to the next platform and you would tilt the iPhone. That's mm-hmm. how you did it. I played it on an iPhone. And uh, it was a great game, but I have to say, they ruined it with updates. It was because constantly they constantly updated it. They constantly updated it and they constantly started adding new stuff in that really, in my opinion, broke the core of the game. And like, they were. It was like they added, like, jetpacks and springs and shoes. Yeah, it was
0: just a simple game. Very and simple. And you should have just, like, gone for the most basic level to compete against your friends. Yeah. Like, once you start act- adding these randomization features in... I don't know why we're still showing this. <laughs> <laughs> once you start adding this randomization
2: features in, it just becomes, like, like chaos. Yeah, but it was... Gavin and I used to play it, I think, back when he was directing Season 7 of Red vs. Blue. And he'd get, like, up to 35,000. An Animator too was playing it. And I'd be like what the fuck? I go, how do you get 35,000? And I would sit there and play all day, get to 36,000. I'd be like, thank God, this points, you know, how high you get. And then they added in, like, boss monsters and stuff like that and it was just like, then after a while, it was just like, our scores didn't mean anything. Yeah. So it's like the the thing that was driving everyone to play it, at least the people I knew, which was competition on the leaderboard, suddenly they made it irrelevant.
0: Yeah, and then, then that was even pre-Game Center. That was just like, Leaderboards for that game. Hate Game Center. Yeah, I don't get it. I hate it. I mean, I, I get why they're doing it, but I. Th- hate th- it. I feel like it's slow, and uh, anytime I see that Game Center logo like pop the ba- up, like the banner, welcome back. I'm like, fuck. I've <laughs> looked. I've looked for <laughs> the ways to turn that off
2: a thousand times, and I can't figure out how to turn it off. You know what Game Center is? No. Oh, it's like the integrated. All, all iOS games. Okay. It's like the way you tie all their games in because they're different developers. It's like and their publishers. leaderboards
0: and achievements and everything. Yeah. It's like their XBL. It's like and there's no standardization between achievements or anything. So it's like this it doesn't mean anything. Right. You should. We should make our own game release on <laughs> iOS that gives you a million achievement points for <laughs> 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 like doing the easiest thing. You're like, look. <laughs> like, pretty I've got a really high score. <laughs> New this week, Sorola at the top
2: of the list. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, my fuck you, it, fuck you. <laughs> my my game that I always play, the uh, Fog of the World game, when I like unlock parts of the map, it it has game center integration. So every time I load it up, and I, the the banner that I want to see, which is my level in that game, it gets covered by game center. I'm just sitting there watching it, waiting for it to appear <laughs> every time. I'm like they said, welcome back, Bernie. I'm like, thanks. Okay, get out of the way. Get out of the way. All right. That's going to be different
0: than iOS 7, I think. They said they're going to revamp all of that stuff, the look on uh, on Game Center. Well, I hope so. There's always
2: the hope for that in any kind of digital environment. All right. Let's talk about the PSN sale, too. They're going to sell a bunch of games. Uh, That starts July 2nd. Hopefully I can find out some of the titles that are going up here. Summer Blast runs July 2nd through 16, discounting over 30 games and extra savings for PS Plus members. Um, let's see if we can find out. Oh, they actually have some stuff on here. Um, there's quite a few titles. Call of Duty Black Ops is on theirs. Uh, some Mortal Kombat titles. Prince of Persia. Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Star Trek. I never played Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek? The Hitman Trilogy. Which? Star Trek. There's a Star Trek game that just came out. Really? It's like a, I want to say it's like a prequel to, um, Into Darkness. Really? Yeah. Which, we never talked about that. We'll talk about that on the podcast, but... People didn't like that. I thought it was, I liked it just fine. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought the way they well, we'll talk about it on yeah. the podcast. But uh, Lego Pirates of the Caribbean, Star Wars Force Unleashed, The Adventures of Tintin. Who knew that was a game? Uh, Fight Night Champion, Alice Madness Returns, Tron Evolution, which you can play with your controller, uh, and uh, X Men, some other titles. So they got stuff going down as far as nine bucks. That's pretty. Oh no, wait. With PlayStation Plus, it goes all the way down to four eighty nine pretty cheap yeah some of these games
1: i oh. like the fact that you can go i mean i, I guess because i'm finally at the point where like games that were brand new are now like really old for me where like they're classics you know i have games that i played new that are like 15 years old i like going on xbox live or uh playstation store is really good for for just getting like a crap load of old like playstation or playstation 2 games that were just some of my favorite games ever and it's like a whole game you know for hours and hours or whatever like how many weeks of play and it's like oh that was. $3 or yeah. $7. My
0: favorite for that, and as much as I rag on the Wii, my favorite for that was the Wii Virtual Console. They had yeah. so many old Shilohs NES titles. NES and, it's NES like, NES games. and they were cheap. It was like just a yeah. couple bucks. Like, think, I'm, I'm only going to play this for 45 minutes, but I'll spend I 4 th- bucks on I it. Think
1: the,
2: I think think Nintendo games were $5. Yeah. That To me, that is right there is how you solve the issue of backwards compatibility. You put it in the store, you make it available, and you just make it cheap so the people that want that nostalgia fix can just go and do yeah. it. And it's like, no one ever complains because the Wii doesn't have a goddamn cartridge slot on the back of it to put in N64 cartridges. But they have Mario Kart 64, you know, in the eStore, and that's very cool. They have really good games in the Nintendo, in the Wii Store. They have a
1: lot of, like, their amazing classic titles.
2: It's unfortunate, though, because back in those licensing days, a lot of the ones they have for the the NES are um, first-party titles. And the best Nintendo titles are the first-party ones, like Mario and, and Zelda and Metroid and all that. But in the NES days, the original NES, there were some good third-party titles, like mm-hmm. some SNK games and things like that. I mean, Hudson Soft. Yeah, I played uh, Baseball Stars, which was oh. I love that. My game favorite there. was RBI Baseball.
0: Oh no, that that is Pengin. Pengin, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that'd be an example. So it's harder for them to get that in the East or well, uh, yeah. Also, some of those cartridges were made illegally, like without the Nintendo yeah. approval process. Illegally. Yeah, like Nintendo you had you just t- make a game and it would work. Yeah, like Nintendo had like an authentication chip for the old NES that you could only get through them. But it was cracked, and people like Tengen specifically would make games. That's why the Tengen cartridges were black and had that beveled edge on the outside. They looked different than NES cartridges. Really? Yeah. Because that was somehow... what they call. It? I think they called it like the NES Ten chip or something like that, uh, like NES one zero. And that was the Nintendo quality seal of right. approval. That's and why, that's why Tengen those... games did not have the quality seal of approval.
1: That's why they had those. They had like those porno games, like crap loads of those. Uh, actually, I don't know if they had any on Nintendo. I'm not quite sure. Maybe yeah. that was Atari. Never, they've had, they've
0: know, had those. I, yeah. I know Atari.
2: Going I back any. in the day. Yeah. Nintendo. But, I mean, like, Atari, you know, when you go back and look at those titles, too, it's, like, even when they put out, like, Atari Collection, you get some really good games, but then, like, Imagic and Activision made some of the best games ever for that. And it's, it's you know, you get, it gets all mixed up, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh, it's really funny because Activision was, like, the first, like, they've been around all that time, you yeah. know? And the Atari brand is still around, but it was bought by
0: Infogrames. And I think it's dead again. Is it dead again? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and too the bad. recent Activision is called Activision... I'm sure everyone knows. It's so they were in the phone book before Atari. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? They were, yeah, there they, they, they was people who worked for Atari and who left to make their own game company, and they thought, let's come up with a name that'll put us in the phone book before Atari. So they came up with Activision. Wow, wow really? The how's, the, how's the phone book I think they calling. You look up like, video games <laughs> in the yellow pages, you're like, no, there we are. Activision. <laughs> Atari's <laughs> down here, but Activision's above them. be great to
2: work in that call center. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Atari? Yeah, I want to play Pac-Man. And the guy in the call center is like, okay, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry. <laughs> it, it's so funny, too, because like we talk about domain names and stuff like that, and, and Xbox and Nintendo uh, going to court to get a domain name, but it's like, does a domain name even matter in this day and age anymore? Especially when you're saying, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like That's yeah. crazy for, like, how much,
1: how much good is that going to do?
2: Yeah, but it's like... Uh, uh, Activision, which is a company that exists to this day, they're named with their name because of how they fall in the goddamn phone book. And it's like, who knew that in within 15 years, no one was going to care what a phone book was? Yeah. They would get it and go, oh, this thing, and throw it away
0: immediately. That's one of my most popular tweets ever, is me throwing away... taking a picture of me throwing away the phone book. <laughs>
2: yeah. The day they deliver it, I, we should just leave our recycling bins, like, on the front porch as so they just put the phone book in there. Yeah, at
0: least we have a recycling bin now. It makes it a lot easier. I just take it straight from the door, right into the bin. Like, don't even have to look at it.
2: I mean, and there's no... It just goes to show too. Having worked in online media for so long, the reason why they still deliver the phone book, even though nobody wants it, is because the people who make the phone book sell that. And they sell the fact that they're going to put this in everybody's home. Even though everybody takes it and chucks it, they don't really have a way to measure that. Like They can do surveys and all that horse shit, but you never know really who's going through and looking at the phone book. They should... They should do like a survey. They have the one dude drop
1: it off, and then have another dude come by and like check all the garbage, bags, <laughs> right? Like like a day later or later that day. He's <laughs> like, "All right, fuck, man."
2: A random like, dude knocks I'd be on curious your door.
1: Like, what the numbers were? Like, oh, it's Excuse ma'am. Uh, you had a phone book on your front porch. Where is it? Oh, I threw that away.
0: Fuck That's what I
2: thought. Fuck <laughs> you! I'll shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> so, guy, so guy, <laughs> knocks on door. Can I borrow your phone book? No. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but it's like it just goes to show like print media and traditional media, even like TV stuff. They can get an idea that like people are watching it or like and they give surveys of like how it's being consumed. But until the internet came along and started delivering ads and you could see like, here's how many people we showed it to. Here's how many people clicked it. Here's how many people clicked it after they clicked it, bought the product or bought related products. Like all the way down through mm-hmm. like, you know, and it gives them all of your personal information yeah. too probably. But it's like up until then there was really no way besides like these fuzzy math surveys they would do about brand awareness and shit yeah. uh, to figure out how advertising was working. So the phone book still exists, but it's a pain in the ass to get like something that, that's uh, getting millions of views get that
0: monetized. Let's let let's get a yellow page ad for iced You want to do it? We should absolutely do it.
2: I don't know because then we're going to be on a list forever of like the call moving, us. We're moving
0: buildings. What's that? And they don't know our extensions. That's a good point
2: us Costco, like some sales guy working at the Yellow Page would be like, "Hey, remember last year when you got the quarter page ad? That must have really helped your fucking."
0: Business. <laughs> People know where to,
2: they know where to go to find the funniest videos on the internet. The Yellow Pages. You know what we should do? We should right call the, the we Yellow. Are. We call the Yellow Page guys. Say like, we want your rate sheet for what it's going to cost to get it. It's like. A premier yellow page slot. They'll be like, "Oh, well, here's quarter page, and then here's like a half page." We say, "We want the fucking cover. <laughs> we want to be. We want to be on the cover of we the want, yellow pages." We want to say like the yellow pages presented by Rooster Teeth or the
1: Rooster Teeth yellow pages.
2: Do you even know like you know the difference between the white pages and the yellow pages? Do you know those? Uh... White pages are people. Well, but there's phone numbers. there's also the white pages that had business listings in it that weren't the yellow pages. Like the yellow what? pages were listed by category. And then there was another phone book that was the business phone book that that was I like. I think I know what you're talking about, but I never
1: ventured in that. Because my mother owns. I had like, the, this is back when phone books were actually used. The designated slot was like this huge yellow phone book with the yellow pages and the white pages. And then there was a small blue book that
2: was just well, white pages. Blue book yeah. is government listings. Okay, maybe that was it then. Well, the yellow pages were done by category, so you'd be like, oh, I want to, like... And you'd have to put your business multiple places, like rental and then automobiles as well. If oh, that's going to cost company. you. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. That's how they fuck you. Now you're in the system. Oh, now you're boy. fucked. But, uh, yeah, the white pages were just... They were white pages, and then they were white pages with, like, a black stripe on the side, and that's where you'd go through and look at businesses. How the fuck did we get on this
0: topic? <laughs> anyway. I'm trying to get outside of this. Somebody, so, somebody call finally, Atari. I finally played and finished Mass Effect 3 Citadel over the weekend. Yeah. What a great ending to the Mass Effect franchise! Really? Yeah, it's re- you make me want to play it. Really, a great send off uh, to the franchise. You, are you a Mass Effect gamer?
1: I didn't like Mass Effect. I
0: played the first one. I liked. I liked the kind of
1: game. I liked the whole atmosphere and all that. The only thing I yeah. didn't like about the first game was I just didn't like the yeah. combat. I just didn't like the level up system and how it worked. I did, wasn't that much of a fan if of it. it.
0: If it makes you feel any better, I really did not like the first game at all. Mm-hmm. The second and third games turned me around. No, so so I was like, hate Mass Effect, and then it's a the thing where
1: like. You don't like something, you're like, oh, whatever. But then everybody just fucking talks about how much they love it, and then you just hate it even more. Like, nah, I fucking hate it. Fuck you. <laughs> Your game sucks. I think it's fun and shit. So then the second one came out, I'm like, Poison person. Or like the uh, the the commercial started airing, I'm like, fucking shit, I don't want it. And then it's like commercial after commercial after commercial. And this is like coming from someone who buys every fucking single game. It was like the one game, the one AAA game I wasn't gonna get. The day it comes out, I was like, I'm not buying it. Fucking bought it the next day. I bought the second day it came out, and I loved the second one. I thought it was great. I've played
2: the third one. I haven't beaten it. It's amazing how, like, that franchise goes, especially from the first one down to the third one. How it becomes... It's so time-consuming and, like, you're just mired in minutiae. And then they abstract it, like, over time. Like, when you're in Mass Effect, the first game, and you have to, like, scan a planet for minerals or objects or objectives or anything like that, you get in a fucking car and you go down to the planet and you drive drive all over the planet, over mountains and crap and then it takes forever to do one planet then by the second one, you're like, Matt, scan that shit. <laughs> yeah. And then is there even? scanning? And the third
0: one, you scan from orbit. Like you, you see your computer, your ship in the galaxy view, and you hit a button, and it scans planets quickly, and it tells you if there's something there, and if there's nothing there, you just keep going. That's right, you man. They, around. They really cut that down big time. Yeah, which is good. And in fact, it was one of the first patches they released for Mass Effect Two was to speed up the scanning of planets. Really? When it first came out, it was so fucking slow. And oh, then I there got, was a patch. I got my technique down on that. Yeah. Like I like jam that trigger, that turbo trigger, like that, and just <laughs> click, 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 click. Yeah, I would go <laughs> In, like, a sine wave yep. to try to maximize my coverage, I'd like and try to hit as much surface area with as few pings as possible.
2: It is weird because you totally associate that franchise with like this epic storyline or whatever, but in between like <laughs> chapters of that is like 14 hours of looking
0: at a fucking planet rotating. Like, I need some more Ezo, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Element Zero, or oh, Palladium, baby. or whatever. Oh, like fire a probe. <laughs> and get it's like, oh shit! I gotta go to the gas station to buy more probes. It's like why do you go to like, the same place you buy fuel as the same place you buy probes. So, it's like this guy in the middle of space. Who's like, "Yep, it's gonna cost you." It is pretty nerdy. Hundred credits a probe. It's like, oh, okay.
2: And then you're like staring at the you're scanning the planet, but you're staring at the little graph like the, of like the different elements, yeah. and then you like get the peaks, and you get two peaks, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, planet! <laughs> Fuck you! I got two of your elements." Kind of
1: like the whole thing of uh, of Avatar. And then, and then it's just like from space. It's like, oh fuck you! I just mined all your minerals. Yeah. You're just ripping it out of the planet from outer space. Like I'm not even gonna go down to mine your oil. Is or that to dig it out of your fucking planet?
2: Oh, you don't remember the movie? Yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm talking
1: about an Avatar. How the whole thing is like, oh deforestation. They're taking our what was it called? The unobtainium? Oh no, Mass Effect. It's like, beep, 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 beep. thanks, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. steal your shit from space.
0: So yeah, give me that special tree. Yeah. Oh, did your
1: planet just die? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Who, like knows? Crumbly, Who knows? It's
0: crumbly behind it. you. You fly like, away. You mine the shit out of it. And then it, it gets to the point where it's like, planet resources, exhausted. Yeah, you're like, like See All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, literally, yeah. it's what it tells yeah. you. Depleted. Planet yeah. resources, depleted. Like, all right, nothing can live there now. You show up at a perfectly normal, <laughs> normal planet, you leave, like, an empty husk.
1: Maybe some guy's, like, in his house. He's like, what the fuck? He's just looking outside.
2: It's yeah,
0: like, my, my crops. It doesn't even, it doesn't even tell <laughs> you. taco goes I was eating that. It doesn't even tell you if there's life on the planet. Like, you don't even care. <laughs> It's like, you care about four elements, and that's <laughs> it. There really, is, there really is no life scan in any way of it, is there? No. It's like nothing. It's just like, show up in orbit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing,
2: bitches. See, if, only,
0: if only your spaceship could give, like, a giant middle finger back to the planet <laughs> as you flew away. Hey, so what is, what is the Citadel? Where, where does this DLC take place? Uh, uh. Is it, like, so, after the story? Uh, it can't be. No, no, no. It's like, uh, it takes place before the end of the story. So it's, it's wherever you are up until the end of the game. So the like, guy finished the game already, so it's like I'm ready to do the final mission. Okay. Uh and it's uh you have to take the Normandy in for uh repairs. Mm-hmm. So everyone gets mandatory shore leave and uh oh, it's a fucking party time. Yeah, but people are out to kill Shepard. You have to Oh shit.
1: Ruin my party.
0: Uh If you ever want to know what it's like to get older, like the
2: experience of getting older, it's exactly the same as like when DLC for a game comes out and it's like you spent 150 hours playing Mass Effect 3 and like making all these choices <laughs> and getting everything right. Then you get the DLC six months later and you go back and you're standing on the bridge, and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> you're like, Where am I? What is this map no,
0: In order to start the DLC, I had to, you like, they're like, you talk to Admiral Hackett, he's like, go to my apartment on the Citadel. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go, I pull up home to the Citadel, I'm like, I, I walk out of Normandy, I'm like, Fuck, okay, apartments. Um, <laughs> map hmm. Somebody like <laughs> <None of> this <laughs> looks right. around
2: Can I help you, Commander Shepard? Can I help you get to where you need to go?
0: I wandered all around I was like, fuck where are these apartments I I left on the Normandy, then came back and redocked. I was like, oh, when you dock, it's like apartments. It's a separate thing. You're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah, I have that experience all the time. Like I
2: like what you're saying of it takes place when you're in the end game, but before you finish the game. That scares me, like, that's too complicated for me. I'm like, where was I, and what was I doing? And I know I'm just going to end up in the CIC on the Normandy, and I'm just going to be
0: completely lost. That's exactly where you are. Like, I I, I log in, I'm looking at the CIC, and trainer goes, so, message for you, Commander. Okay, okay, messages. (laughs) Oh yeah, over here, okay, okay, right here. (laughs) Here's how it worked for me. I would download the Citadel DLC. It would take me, like, two hours to
2: download it. I would download it, I'd get my save, find that, load it up. I would see the thing on on the, the screen, and I would end up playing the final mission... Not remembering exactly how it went, finishing the whole thing going, oh wait, that was the end of the game, I just played again, and then I'd be, fuck it, then I would never play the I DLC. I
0: think the C- the Citadel was four gigabytes of DLC. Holy it was two different shit. two gig downloads. Wow. So you have to you buy it, you download part one, and then you download part two. An- another reason why uh, Mass Effect's a good franchise, why like digital
2: downloads, is it's two discs, and it don't have to swap. Like, I feel like I swapped way too much in Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. And I guess with uh, even the Xbox is going to Blu-ray, so that'll probably be gone. You know, they won't have that. I anymore. don't know
0: of any multi-disc PS3, PS3 games. games. Yeah, I don't either.
2: But then again, when we started this generation, you know, it like seemed impossible that we'd fill any of these discs. Yeah, so but now, when
0: the 360 and PS3 came out, it, it seemed like at the time, you're like, well, why wouldn't you go with the higher-capacity disc? No, going makes gonna, sense. yeah. You're going to need it eventually.
2: God, I mean, Last of Us, <laughs> one of the cool things, we talk about Last of Us a lot, but... Uh, one of the cool things about it is that when you finish the game, you can go back and watch all the cinematics. Oh, yeah. You like claim an order. Yeah, just go and run, and you can play all and, and do that. That's great because, uh, you know, there's some companies that just do cinematics amazingly that well. That game is just incredible. yeah you, you finished it, too? Yeah, I beat it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's um, uh, um, Naughty Dog does great cinematics. It's what they're known for. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually have a really cool machinima tool in Uncharted, oh, which yeah. I was talking to some of the guys about, and they were like, no, I don't even remember doing that. But it was, like, really intense... Cinematics. like Like, It was great. You couldn't rewind, though. Yeah, you couldn't rewind. It's always a weird thing with machinima. To use something for machinima, it's like, if you're missing one or two things, it kind of breaks the whole thing. But uh, they do it well. I still think the best cinematics in the entire industry are Blizzard. I mean, the stuff they put out is always amazing. And now, i got to admit, 343 has really stepped up. They use companies like Blur, and then, I'm going to forget the name of the company.
0: Axis? I think it's Axis. They did the Terminal
2: videos starting in Halo Anniversary. I was really impressed. I don't really associate the Halo franchise as being
0: one that has, yeah, all, like, over-the-top cinematics, but it was awesome. The cinematics in Halo 4 were, were really good, I thought. Like, at the very beginning, when you see Halsey for the first time, at, yeah. the, at the very start of Halo 4, I was, I was like, whoa. It's way
2: different than most Halo games. Yeah, I was like, yeah.
0: holy crap, that looks great.
2: Although, that, uh, they did have that, uh, for Halo 3, they had the Starry Night commercial, which was really cool. Yeah, but I think Digital d- Domain. did Digital that Domain one. did that. Yeah, which like R- so the kid. Yeah, in and
0: the field, and the chief runs the desert and all that stuff. picks yeah. up his helmet. Well, that's uh, Digital Domain, uh, James Cameron's company. Oh, digital really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, I should know that, but I didn't. Uh, it makes it makes sense that it'd be high quality. Um,
2: shit, I was about to say. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm oh. a la- my laptop died, so I'm gonna switch to my phone. People always criticize me when I have my phone out during the podcast. I'm just looking at notes that I took. Yeah, looking it's at future phone
0: tweets, and I mean, it's like totally interacting with people who are. Watching yeah, I'm just and doing like, like, stuff. Messaging my girlfriend. Hey, asshole, stop bank. looking yeah. at my tweets. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, so uh, we, we announced that Assassin's Creed 4 is going to be uh, playable. Assassin's oh, we, did, we announced that? Multiplayer is going to be playable at RTX. And that starts the day after tomorrow when this airs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that'll be July 5th. At July 5th to 7th. So soon. We're going to have a, a bunch of stations set up in the Achima Hunter Lounge, and we're going to have uh, some live Let's Plays on the stage with yeah. the oh Hunter God. guys.
2: that's going to be... You guys are going to have a blast with that. I'm excited. We've we've done a couple uh, Assassin's Creed Let's Plays. What is your favorite thing that you've done Let's Plays in for Achievement Hunter? Minecraft is by far your most popular. It's the bread and butter. GTA is amazing. Especially, like, because we
1: just started doing, doing those maybe, like, seven, eight weeks ago. I'm not sure how long we've been doing those. But, I mean, those... Those are an incredible amount of fun. Not to say Minecraft isn't, but Minecraft requires a lot of work, mostly by Jeff and Gavin. Yep. But, like, they just work all the time Mm -hmm. on it. Where to the point of, like, even great games for them, it's still, like, it has to be the greatest ever for them to like it. GTA is great because it's new. I mean, it's old, but it's, like, new to us, and we haven't done anything. And, like, the first bunch of videos. The first bunch of videos are no planning whatsoever. It's like, let's put in GTA. And then we we got, like, we've probably made a. 10 or a dozen videos at least, just from like, oh. oh, let's play it. And then it's now it's like, okay, now can, what ideas can we come up with? Right. So now it's like
0: being zany. Yeah, you talk whatever. about like setups and having to work to get a let's play together. I, re- I still remember the first time Jeff and Gavin showed me the Plan G map before mm-hmm. they had un- Unleashed on you guys, and I was like, holy shit. How long did it take you to do this? And that was also
2: before they had Creative Mode. Yep, yeah. know, yep. they had to one. fucking dupe all the dynamite, because
1: it'd be, it'd, it's like Crazy. virtually impossible for them before Creative Mode to get that much dynamite. I mean, this is like impossible in the game. Uh, but yeah, I think they said Achievement City, which they like built the whole point of Achievement City was for the Plan G joke. I think that took them like 15, 20 hours. I believe it. But Lindsay's been building something that I think we're going to use in a Let's Play soon for Minecraft, and she's been using... Uh, the games that we have, the games consoles. <laughs> and I've been playing that, at, uh, I brought it home and she's has been using that. She, without exaggeration, has probably put close to like 70, 60, 70 hours into Holy one fucking map. Cow. I believe really? it. Like,
0: just every, like I lost her to to Minecraft for like three weeks. Yeah. So that's finally done, but. Oh, it's done. The last time I saw it, it was like, Seventy-five percent done.
1: Yeah, the whole. I think she finished it's done. I've never still seen the whole thing because the, the the other thing about the let's plays is a lot of them they're reveals to everyone except for Gavin and Jeff because we never see them. Right. You know, that's we kind of want to capture that in the video. So like, I've not been watching. Like, I've seen it. And I know it's some ridiculous thing she's building, but I don't even know the speci- specifics of it. But it's funny because she's showing it to people and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Lindsay's making that thing." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know what it is." And they're like, "Oh, how do you not know?" So, like, I don't know. She just goes over there and I don't see her for a while.
2: Yeah. They'll see you tomorrow. We do that with the podcast sometimes where it's like, where we go to talk about something, it's like, hey, let's wait till the podcast to talk about this. Yeah. Like, you and I will go to have a discussion about something. And to tie into, there's a big, <laughs> big recent event for another game that you played uh, that's one of your popular videos for Rage Quit. You and Gavin always play, not always, but you play Surgeon Simulator. Yeah. And it's uh, hilarious videos. And uh, did you hear the flap about that? Yeah, this week?
0: people thought that it was like a uh, Half Life 3 alternate reality game i don't understand that people think, I was saying burning. People think everything is half life yeah 3. like there it's was like, fucking
1: christ just wait for them the, to announce the game The same
0: time as the surge similar thing happened there was a joke on the back of a pc gamer magazine uh-huh. do you see that no Where it's like it looked like a elevator uh buttons with like different floors and like floor 13 said half life 3 and was crossed out something else was written there everyone's like oh my god that means half life 3 is going to be announced Boosh. next month in Got pc it. gamer it's obviously, like, a joke. They wrote it and crossed it out. It's on floor 13. Like Right.
2: Yeah, it's amazing, the people's anticipation for that. I got to say, I though. I hope it's good. What? What's good? <laughs> Half-Life 3? Yeah, so uh, we're now at the point, uh, I hate to say it, but, like, Half-Life 3 has now taken over for the void that got filled by Duke
0: Nukem Forever being made. What year did Half-Life 2 come out in? Was it Yeah, mm,
2: It's as old as Steam, right? So, uh, yeah, I'd probably say 2004. Oh, uh, look it up. The, I know for sure it was in the 2000s. Half-Life was in the 1900s, as weird as that sounds. Like. Half-Life was yeah. uh, 98. Half-Life was 98. And so yeah. Half-Life 2 was, yeah, probably 2004. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know people were really excited about Duke Nukem forever. I mean, they would, like, have their pre-order slips, and everyone was thought it was going to be the greatest yep. game ever. And I was like, did you guys really like the first Duke Nukem that much? Yeah. Like, and people were just, like, latching onto it. Like Duke Nukem came out.
1: I never gave a shit. I played Duke Nukem back on, the, fucking on DOS, okay? Never gave a shit about it. Right. The new one coming out, right? It finally came out. Like, oh look, it's coming out. People like losing their minds over, it. and then everyone's like, oh, "It's a fucking piece of shit. And I hate it." Not giving a shit, not caring about it. I played it. I'm like, "Oh, it's pretty fun." And like, I have people that are fans are like, "No, it's not fun. It's awful." I'm like, "Well, you waited for fucking 15 it's years like for the game to come out." What
0: the did you inverse expect? mass effect for you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah to me, it's, it's, it's the same mentality. The people who latch onto, "Oh my god, this <laughs> game is going to be the greatest thing ever," because right. we don't know shit about it, are the same people who, that when it comes out, go, "This is terrible because we found out what it's like." Yeah, you know. It's, I mean, it was okay, so, but I think. Half-Life 3 will be the same thing. I'm sure it'll be good. I mean, the other Half-Life's were great, but... Another another classic example that we talked about before is Spore. People were so crazy about Spore not knowing anything about this game. Like, they saw some demos and all that stuff that were so pie-in-the-sky... You know, when developers talk about, here's our logo. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to build this game that's like, never one's ever seen. You're going to go to different galaxies and all this stuff. And people are just like, ah. and then the game comes out. It's like, oh, it's, it's a game that was people were capable of
0: making. Yeah. And this is it. Yeah, now st- stuff it. had to get cut. This yeah. game had to ship. It could not be in development for 15 years. Right. Yeah, so uh, Half-Life 2 came out in 04. Half-Life 2 was sold. It came out on the original Xbox and on the Xbox
1: 360. Wow, 04. the original Xbox? Yeah, it came
0: on the original Xbox November 15th 2005. Oh shit.
2: I didn't even know that. What do you mean? Came, oh, it came on the original Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that either. Good Lord. I don't remember that at all. Neither do I. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. First time I ever played it was on Orange Box. Really? You never played it in the PC or
0: anything? When we were, no, I never really played PC. In the early days of Rooster Teeth, we had to buy a couple of computers at your old spare bedroom when we were, before we even had the first office, and I remember... The graphics cards came with Steam keys for Half-Life Two. Yeah. And that's how I played Half-Life Two. I was like, Oh sweet, I can finally get to play this. Hmm. It was probably right around the time it came Seriously. out. Seriously.
2: Wow. Half-Life to me, the original one, was such a turning point for video games because it was obviously having made Red vs. <coughs> Blue, I always liked narrative and cinematic stuff. But Half-Life was the first game that I ever played where there was an entire story told that was amazing and cool, had twists and turns, and there was zero cutscenes in the game. I oh, thought it was fucking crazy. No cutscenes. It was just nuts. For the um, record, I played
0: Half-Life 2 in 2004. So I was
2: dying to play Half-Life 2 yeah. when it came out. I was, like, so excited. So I, I played it as soon as it came out. And it's hard to believe it's going to be 10 years since it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it totally makes sense, you know? But you could argue that, you know, Half-Life 2 is what led to Team Fortress 2 and Portal and other games oh, Yeah, like Half-Life
0: that. 2, I mean, provided the source engine, which then is a platform for right. everything else that, uh, that they've done. What was,
2: the, what was the gap between Doom 2 and Doom 3?
0: That was pretty that was significant too. Wasn't Doom Two was early '90s. Doom Three, Doom not Two, I want to say was '94. No, no, no. Doom One was '94. Was it? Yeah. Doom, Doom Three
1: was probably like 2002,
2: 2003.
0: Doom Two was '94. '94. And then I think Doom
2: Three was like early, early 2000s. And Doom Three was
0: 2004. Ten years. Before. Ten years. Yeah. Hard to believe
2: there's ten years between
0: Doom Two and Doom Three. Doom Three came out the same year as Half-Life Two. Doom Three came out two months before. Half-Life 2. Crazy. Half-life I'm pretty Life sure Friends better. was still on the air when probably. they were doing that. Yeah. I mean, I know Seinfeld was long ago, but it's, just, it's crazy how much that
2: stuff gets dated. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, but then again, don't forget, Half-Life 2 did have episodes 1 and 2, uh, and I don't know how long ago, but it doesn't seem like that long ago that half- episode 2 was out. Was, and that one, if you haven't played it by now, you probably wouldn't be watching a gaming podcast,
0: but episode 2 ended on a hell of a cliffhanger, too. Yeah. I huge. mean ha- A hell of a cliffhanger. And, uh, that, I think that's the most frustrating part, and I think that's what's helped contribute to this fervor for Half-Life 3. I think everyone's given up on Episode 3. Oh, absolutely. On, 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 and they, now they know the the going to come in this other game, so they're waiting for this long I mean, Episodic
2: Gaming was like this flash in the pan, and that and Half-Life
0: fell right in the middle so of it. So when
2: Half-Life 3 is a prequel, how upset are
1: people going to be?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you have to play as Gordon Freeman performing like these super scientific experiments. It's like, <laughs> here, do calculus for ten hours. You have to get him oh to college, <laughs> basically. You to go to grad school. It's like Gordon
2: Freeman intern. So when was, uh, when Epi- was episode 2? Two? Episode 2 was uh, tw- 2007. 2007. Okay. Yeah, oh, but it's wow. yeah. a long time. You know, I have to say, I'm really proud of this, is that the Orange Box is one of my proudest 100% titles. Is, what is it, 99 achievements? 99 achievements in, in the game. Portal,
1: the Portal ones are by far the worst,
2: I think. Mid- the, the steps. You know, my favorite, You, I think you have it. My favorite achievement across any game is 7 Days Survivor on Dead Rising, the original one. Do you have that yeah, one? I have that one. Yeah, yeah so does Ray. And uh, a close second, though, is the uh, Rocket Man achievement in Half-Life Two. Is that the one with the gnome gnome Chomsky? Yeah, Yeah. where you got to pick up the gnome at the beginning of the game. I
1: didn't do that. I didn't really go through and like perfect that. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's really tough. I would say that the ones that took me the longest were the Portal ones, where it counts your steps on the map, and you have to get the the least amount of steps. That I quit perfecting that game because of that. Yeah. I was just like, no, I'm
1: never gonna do this, so fuck it. Fuck all the other achievements. Fuck this game. You can't even see your feet in the
2: game. You just hear (laughs) tap tap, you know?
1: And it's like, and it's like, you just do the whole puzzle perfectly, and then it's just that. Fucking hallway at the end. Yep. It's just like, how do you get down the hallway? Sometimes you use three steps, sometimes you use 48. You're absolutely right. And it's just like... <laughs> if I could just... If that fucking black floor, whatever it is I have played in forever, wasn't down that hallway, if I could portal down the fucking hallway right. at the end, I'd do it. Yep. I would do it. But it's just like, no matter how perfect you are, you just get to the end. It's like, ah, eh, whatever.
2: Yeah. you have to watch walkthroughs on like frame by frame yep. on YouTube of how to do it. It's what I do. But the other the other one that took me a long time in that was a 1,000 kills... In uh, Team Fortress 2 on the Xbox. That took a long damn time, dude. And, but I'll tell you what, it did get me to uh, play a whole lot of Team Fortress 2. A whole lot. Hey, um, can somebody grab... Uh, JJ, can you want to grab this for me and uh, charge that just in case? Um, I don't have a, an adapter for that. But one of the things I, I wanted to talk about, um, and I sent it out, was... we On a previous episode of the patch, um, we had talked about guides or a set of guidelines... Oh, For right. achievements our and manifesto. or trophies. Yeah, our manifesto. Thank you. That want to do. Obviously, uh, one of our biggest departments, if you want to call it that, at Rooster Teeth is Achievement Hunter. And we all really like achievements. I love achievements. And trophies and, you know, they're, I guess they're called achievements on Steam too, right? Yeah. That what they have there and even in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. I guess they're only called... I think uh,
0: everything, every platform calls them achievements except for uh, PlayStation.
2: Which I get why they don't. You know, I mean, it makes sense to me. They want to differentiate themselves in some way. But uh, so we thought we would go through and try to come up with the guidelines. We came up with ten basic rules. I talked to Gavin, Michael, and Ray about it, but we wanted to run them by you and see if any of these make sense to you. Let's do it, okay? So let me let me pull up here. I love writing manifestos. I got like the weekend. <laughs> I, I gotta pull, Charts. <laughs> gotta pull it up here on my phone. See if I can pull this thing up. We've, um, all, we've all been there. The first thing was the first one was that there should be no secret achievements in achievement list. Unless they're directly related to spoilers in campaign. Correct. And that's it. Correct. Okay. The next one was that if you have a game and you play on a higher difficulty level and get an achievement for completing a campaign, that the higher difficulty levels should always unlock the lesser difficulties. Absolutely. Every single time. Did you ever run into a game that did that to you? Uh, no, I've, I I've had think at least so. like five but A bunch Yeah, Gun was one that I remember And, and Gavin yep. said Hitman Blood Money You had to play the game four times to get the easy achievement uh, The wow. normal achievement, hard, and then whatever wow. Shadows of the Damned was another one You had to
1: play it fucking three times God, To just, get the difficulty achievements
2: It's really annoying I think Metro
1: 2033
2: is the same thing
1: Which yeah. I just played recently because The second one came
0: out really good by the way Last it's right Light. here, yeah. Last I've, Light's really fun I've got, I haven't gotten around to it I'm trying to play all these old games to get to it
2: all right, and then another one was we, we specifically got into a discussion about negative achievements, like zero point achievements that aren't worth anything, and they're typically what they call negative achievements. So like Superman Returns had one where if you used any cheat code, it unlocked an achievement, which you can't then get rid of, which said you used a cheat code. Okay. But it was zero points, so it was tough. It didn't cost you anything in Gamer Score to get it, so you didn't feel compelled to get it for Gamer Score, but it does count for completing all the achievements in the game that you would have to do this. And sometimes they'll ping you, like, oh, you lost five games in a row, five matches. Here we're gonna ping you with a negative achievement. I personally don't like negative achievements.
0: They're fine to me as long as they don't involve team killing. Like going- I forgot what game it was. There was a game. Was it really? Oh yeah,
2: there was. Wow, one. there was a game with team killing. What was that?
0: I, That's fucked up. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think Brad is telling me. I think it was one of the Turok games. I think it got removed. I think it was before it. I, I, it may have been removed before it launched. But the, one of the achievements was to like kill a teammate in a multiplayer one game. One of the worst thing about
1: multiplayer Pop, achievements in general, besides that, is just that. Because there's specifics in multiplayer, people don't play the fucking game. Because you get people that want the achievements, so it's like you have half a team of people trying to play multiplayer, and the other half is like, oh, I need to go do this with a grenade or whatever. Or like an Assassin's Creed, like I gotta kill somebody from a bale of hay, so I'm gonna go fucking hide in the hay for 48 minutes. Like, multiplayer achievements piss me off, and they fuck up the
2: multiplayer game. Just play the damn game. And here's, and to me, it's like, we've talked about this before, personally to me, I think achievements are the way they make single player competitive. Yeah, and multiplayer is its own ranking system. So what we came up for that was multiplayer achievements should be limited to, quote, getting started and should solely be related to the XP or reward system that already exists in multiplayer. Yeah. And we had good examples of this. Like uh, in Borderlands, uh, when you want to play uh, different classes, it says get up to level 10 in, in every character. So that's like, uh, like a getting started kind of achievement where, yeah, we want you to try different classes... But we're not going to tell you at to play through the game is the you get siren. get 50 with all four people. Yeah. That is yeah.
1: annoying. It's always like max out every fucking class. It's like, I don't yeah. want to.
2: And Halo does it well. Like I think Halo 4 is like win 25 multiplayer matches, which is a lot. I mean, 25 is a lot. But it should be like kind of like get them started, get them like, hey, multiplayer in this game exists. Go play it. And that's it. Not right. like, um, and then this probably ties in well with this because a lot of, uh, for a lot of franchises, DLC is multiplayer only. Halo is a good one example of that. Call of Duty. Um, they don't add on campaign missions or yeah, anything like often. that. I mean, there's DLC for Spartan Ops, but... Um, we also said that uh, the DLC achievements should be on par with the difficulty of the achievements in the original retail game. Meaning, or the one we called out specifically is Halo 3. They had all these achievements that were pretty normal. There were some really difficult ones, like get a laser shot with two people in it. Yeah. Yeah. Or get a get a kill tacular, which is hard. But then in the DLC was get a perfection medal, and that's like to us that's like, yeah. that's its own medal is getting yeah. a perfection, and to get an achievement into that is nobody's gonna get that. Yeah, perfection's fucking
1: hard, dude.
2: Fifteen kills and no deaths. Fifteen? You have to kill fifteen people because you have to. Pl- you have to play in the game. Yeah. And and do it. Any of these? Any of these? I,
0: I, I'm going to with you. Them. Um, Manifestor should be more aggressive though.
2: I specifically put this one in. <laughs> I hate I hate developer like glory horror achievements like. Play with somebody from the development team, yeah, and like those viral achievements and things like that. Those just don't seem like those are beyond the player's control. Yeah, I don't like that.
1: Especially early on, I could be wrong on this, but weren't there some that that was kind of before they went viral?
2: Yeah, before it wasn't
1: even play with someone or someone who has it. It was like play with this, play with a developer. Yeah, like that's it. Fuck you. And like, well, are they going to play the fucking game forever? Yeah, I know. Who the fuck played it after a month? You know what I mean? It's true. Even like, like they're fucking sick of it. It's their goddamn game.
2: God, they've been it's playing just... it for probably two years. Yeah. At that point, yeah. Uh, there's, a, but there's good examples of that. Like, uh, there's a Chicken Toucher in uh, Battle Block Theater, which is uh, play with a member of the development team or somebody who else who has the achievement. Which is just like you never no control over that. Or like a month in, everybody has the damn achievement because right. just, every time you start it up,
1: it goes against the whole fucking word achievement. It's pure luck. It's like hope you play online with someone
2: yeah. that has something that you don't. And How the fuck I, is that an achievement? I understand the development team that works on the game, they want to, like, you know, they deserve some kind of credit in there. Bungie always did a cool thing where they gave themselves flaming helmets. Yeah. That was badass. That's great. And uh, and I think they do it well in Grand Theft Auto as well. The fly, the co-op achievement, you're trying to beat the development team's scores in those mission games. Right. Like the helicopter one right. and the boat one. Uh, you're trying to beat the development team. That kind of thing to call the development team, I think, is cool. Right. We did this. Can you can you beat our fucking time? Yeah, but not, like, come to our house and wash our yeah. clothes. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Um, and let me see, uh, I think the last one, oh, I, this is totally mine. No, <laughs> no poker achievements in non-poker games, and no racing achievements in fucking non-racing games. Oh, I just hate that. They, it's like, it's like, I call those crowbar achievements, where it's like, I don't know why in all open world games, now you, it used to be just racing. Yeah. Like, in Red Dead, you had to race your horse and all that stuff, but now it's poker. You gotta play fucking poker in everything. Yeah. Far Cry 3, the oh, Red Dead yeah, Redemption cool. had an entire poker DLC. I can't stand it.
1: The fucking, the, the mini-games in Red Dead and the achievements that are tied to them are just brutal. Yeah, you, shouldn't, yeah. you
0: shouldn't have that. You should have it's achievements related crazy. to the game, the core game, not yeah. all this other ancillary side game stuff. Uh, no
2: achievements uh, should ever be tied to factors that are outside the player's control, such as number of people online. Okay. Uh, NBA Live and some other games have that. Um, now here's, here's the thing that we talked about. Should there be a guideline that developers have, like, if I play a standard game whatever that is, standard game, but like a Mass Effect or a Halo or a Call of Duty where I finish the campaign and I finish the campaign on the highest possible difficulty, how much of the gamer score should I have unlocked at that point? 80%. 80%. 80%. How much would you say? I I would say around... We settled in at 66%. Like two-thirds of the game is based in just finishing the campaign on the highest difficulty. Like if I finish Halo 4 on Legendary... I would want to think I have two-thirds of the achievements unlocked at that point. Okay. Like, I'm two-thirds of the way through the game. I'm willing to
0: compromise down from 80. It's All a right. manifesto. We have to be yeah. aggressive. What is well, it, like, it going to take to put you in an achievement today? The
1: thing is about that, though, is I do like good achievements that I don't just get from playing the game. Like, I'm fine for getting, like, you know, just level-specific stuff. Yeah. I think that's great. And a lot of that, the thing I like about achievements is the fact that everyone doesn't get them. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'd like a decent chunk of achievements that's like, You feel accomplished for getting it. Because it's like, getting an achievement at the end of every level is great for beating it. But it's like a freebie. It's like, I beat the level, I got it. Me and every other person on the planet got it. But it's like, did you beat the level without killing every dude? You know, or whatever like that. Like, I like those achievements. I'm a fan of that. I like feeling like I've done so much more than other people have with the game. Mm -hmm. So... I'd I'd like some—that's my only only complaint with The Last of Us, is that the list is fucking awful. The trophy list is terrible in that game. I don't get it. It's 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 only two different games. There's only 24, first of all. That's crazy. Like, the minimum—I mean, Mm -hmm. the standard's like 40 or 50, usually, for achievements or trophies. There's only 24, and almost all of them are, like, story completion and collectibles. Like, almost every single one. There's, like, a handful of ones that are, like— do fun stuff in the game. Like, do something outside the normal course of the game. Right. And then there's a bunch of multiplayer ones that require... I think the multiplayer achievements require a minimum of, like, 160 online matches, which is why I'm not doing it. That's but, crazy. Yeah, that list is only 24. So I wish there was some... There was, like, a better control over, you know, the, uh, the standard. The,
2: yeah, it's sort of trying to figure that out. It's like, what, what what does it take, and what does everybody hate that always ends up in the in the damn game? And, you know, it's part of the developer's... Kind of job to make their game better is to, to make achievements that make sense, that mm-hmm. are, are doable. You know, like there were some early uh, Ubisoft games where it was like, get to number one on the leaderboard. Yeah, yeah Graw. like it was Graw. And I get it. There's I, like three of those yeah. in that one game. And what they're saying is like, wow, if you get to number one on the leaderboard, we're going to give you a permanent record that you hit number one. Yeah. That I get. That makes sense. But it's like, but that's not the way achievements have evolved, yeah. like where it's a gray box and players want to fill in the gray box. You know, mm-hmm. they want to do all the stuff and 100% it. I mean, geez even on a uh, world of warcraft guys when they introduced achievements i was like yeah and then i looked at yeah. it and there was too many it's There's like, it's like 400 million you You're just never yeah. you know you're never going to get them it's like i don't know why that just it was they completely
0: just unappealing you. to me yeah, yeah. it's like I'm I, not gonna I, get I think like
1: 40 or 50 is like the perfect attainable
2: number like i, I feel
0: accomplished when i get them all yeah i think so well I, we're, we're at about time
2: wait i got two i got two more here okay. uh, that i think are, are relevant um The number of completed games should not be decreased by the developer releasing DLC the player does not own. I have God knows how many games. And I understand the PlayStation doesn't do that, actually. You keep your Platinum Trophy if you get retail, and then that's locked forever. Good. That's what a Platinum Trophy is. And the last one is, no collection achievement should ever be unattainable after a certain point in the game, which would then require you to replay potentially the entire game. Meaning like Fallout 3, if you miss a bobblehead in a vault, and then the vault is locked off to you and you can't get back there. Or in Assassin's Creed with the conversationalist. Yeah, uh,
1: there's one I like that in The Last of Us.
2: There's Is there? Fucking Ellie's jokes.
1: Like, listen to all her jokes, which yeah. you can miss, and mm-hmm. uh, listen to all the conversations. In the all the game. optional
0: conversations. Yeah. What? Not,
1: not even all of them. Just specific ones. There's like twenty-seven oh, really? I'm looking, specific I'm at it here. conversations. Because it's like when something's going on, like an extra optional thing, there'll be like a triangle over someone's head, and there'll be like a little uh, speaker yeah. thing, like yeah. a yeah. mouth or whatever. Right. And it's just like you walk up to something, and like some assholes just start talking about some shit. But There's like 20 of those in the game. Yeah. You got to get them all.
2: There's a really kind of moment of zen scene with one of those that I really just love. It's later in the game, you know? It's like a real peaceful moment in that game that I just absolutely love. Hmm. So, you know, but we're not going to spoil
0: it. but well, I'll hear about it as soon as we're done here. Yeah. yeah.
2: All right. Well, I want to thank everyone
0: for listening, watching, and uh, we'll be back next week live again.
2: If you guys have any ideas for achievement guidelines that we missed, we're going to be working on this list as we go forward. Please make sure you tweet them or mail them to us, or however people contact us. Just yell. Call the yellow pages. Yes. There you
0: go.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we're right below Atari. <laughs>